So she goes crazy and just like, then becomes like the murderer. So it's kind of like Carrie, you know, like she get mad and kill everybody at yeah, the end. Yeah, kind of like Carrie. I don't think we should do that. To spoof, and they're gonna be like, why did you come up with your own original idea? The only thing about using a spoof is we'll already know our beats, and we we have such a short amount of time. That's true. I just feel like they react better to original ideas than spoofs. Spoofs. What y'all did was very smart. We knew the concept. It's Mean Girls meets Carrie meets Scream Queens, right? So then you got to play and be yourself. And that's funny. It's like, oh, I'm here for that. I want to see more of that. Well done. But they don't like spoofers, so just keep that in mind. They don't like spoofers. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, that's funny. Well, you know, we have a button. We have a, I mean, I don't even have to say it because I just have to scroll and find it. That's funny. Exactly. No, exactly, Jinx. That's exactly. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, right. Everybody agrees. Oh, yeah, it's real funny, Pamara. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad you clocked this moment, um, because it was an interesting back and forth, and, and to listen to someone be so wrong. Oh, the, the and lean in to being so wrong. Yes, was comedic. Yes, the, the to be so confidently incorrect. Which listen. I, I am I am no Potter kettle. I am sure over the past seven years yeah. I've been confidently incorrect about most things I've said on this podcast. But this, it was like Tamar, Tamar, if you will. Have you seen the show? There literally wasn't there literally a challenge once called Spoof. There it is. Like RuPaul, yes. loves spoofs. Well, exactly, exactly. I just feel like Candy. It's. I wouldn't say it's like her brand of drag, but it's her brand of reality TV where it's, yes, you are just just leaning to being wrong, J mm -hmm. just leaning to being wrong, so wrong that you're right. Yeah, well, I, and I don't I, I think she needs to keep leaning. I think there might be some more leaning to do before she gets around to the right again part. I think she's still in the you're so wrong part. It was an interesting debate, obviously, with uh, Jessica Wilde just acting as a spectator. But, uh, I, I mean, Jimbo was always right, right? So first it was about the spoof and then Jimbo being like, well, and then all of those reasons that we heard earlier. And then Candy was like, well, you know, the pit crew should be the killer. And Jimbo's like, no, we have to be the killer. Like, right. It's the key role. <laughs> right. It's like the featured role. And then... Candy was saying, well, back in my season, season 13, I used the pit crew and I was trying to remember, I should have looked it up, what that challenge was and how that did. I feel like we could find a clip of RuPaul saying, I just wish you had given yourself the key role and not the pit crew two years ago. <laughs> that would be a uh, comedic. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, they gave her, they gave Candy a whole no montage, which is a new thing, I think, for Drag Race to find the comedy in this interaction. It, it it didn't feel shady to me. It was just kind of like, see, Candy just, she's just oppositional. That's just what she's doing in this group. She just keeps saying no. Yeah, please welcome to the stage, Candy, no. Yeah, Candy, no. It's candy, wrong on your no alley. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> candy, Candy, no. No. Stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's the stop that just kills I know. Me. That real, I mean, everything, it's like, 
there's so many little details. We both love the way that Got Mick kind of like cuddles back into the yes. safe zone. I love the little fist. BSA Got Mick. BSA yes. Got Mick for the little hands. I mean, the but of course, like Candy, like clutching her, you know, her her chest, clutching her pearls, and that like that look of dismay on her face is also that lisp lisp dismay. Yeah, yeah, yeah dismay. Yeah. <laughs> Candy and Dith May. For sure. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, God. Yeah, no, but yeah, what I love about Candy Candy Wait, Stop, is that I could see it being just words on a T-shirt, right? Candy Candy Wait, and then all the way down at the bottom yep. of the shirt, it's a stop. In smaller font. Yeah, stop. Yes. <laughs> this is a future tote bag slash T-shirt slash mug. Oh, candy so Candy good. Wait, dot, 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 big space, stop, period. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think even the even the ellipses is like unnecessary, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like wait, and then just a long gap. Just a long stop. gap. Stop. And then maybe anyway. if it's like a mug or a tote bag, on the back is a little picture of Got Mick huddled in the corner of the bag. You know? Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. That's like when. Do you remember when? Oh my God, we're going on a tangent on a free episode. So listen. So do you remember the Looney Tunes store? Oh, God. Warner Brothers store. Of course, a staple of the mall. Yeah, a staple of the mall. Suburban moms shop there. Like my mom's fashion started being Looney Tunes oh. shirts, <laughs> and one of them I remember it was like such a style of Looney Tunes, but like. They would have, you know, the breast pocket. Yep. It would be like, like you'd see like ears coming out of it. Sure. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, just little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this, and boy, are we getting into a tangent, but I feel like years and years and years ago, my... My dad's dad, my grandfather on that side, he and his like fourth wife got me a denim jacket from the from the Warner Brothers store yeah. with like Looney yep. Tunes characters. We know on the what back. it looks like. Yeah, you all know yep. exactly We've what I'm talking about. We've all seen that jean jacket. Yeah. We've seen it. It's uh embroidered. Yeah. The the characters were embroidered in the back. Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh it was like sixty dollars. I remember it was so expensive. Absolutely. And and they you know some of it could have just been <laughs> appliques, but it was Oh probably it was a, a it was a lot. It was extra. And I remember even at that young age like desperately trying to perform gratitude but it was like what am i gonna do with this where am i gonna wear this like oh my god who, well my, i feel like i feel like a lot of suburban moms and dads and i don't know i feel like they wore it it was an era man that that you it know, was a, an era a lot of like cleaning the house in a tasmanian devil oversized t-shirt yes yeah yes yeah. oh my god you, you remember um we call them cover-ups but it was a long shirt that you wore after the pool yep. or the mm -hmm. beach. And that was what you went to the Looney Tunes store to shop for, was for cover-ups. Yeah, for cover-ups. And it was like a huge picture of Tweety Bird. Right, or like Daisy Duck in like a, a polka dot bikini. <laughs> yeah, she's like, mm, I'm not a slut. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a slut. Yeah. yeah, she's not a slut. I love that about Daisy. Daisy she's like such a slut. Such she's a, not slut. a slut. Oh yeah. my God, she, <laughs> Daisy, like as much as you can fit into Daisy's ass, Daisy wants. Daisy loves ass play. Now that I would wear. <laughs> that little ducktail anyway. sticks up and it's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quack, quack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't stop till I'm quacking. Yeah. Yeah, put your nose in my quack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
listen, listen, Linda. So Jimbo, uh, what's interesting about this clip of the week is also that Jimbo was not only right, but it's what made them all win. And you wonder if Candy's ever going to acknowledge that. I suppose we'll see what act one next week of the episode looks like. But I mean, I think it's fair to say four episodes in. I don't think I don't think so far Jimbo has missed a beat except for the lip syncs in terms of like nailing the challenge, the tone, the runway. I think it's really only yeah. been the lip syncs where Jimbo falters so far. Isn't that a wild kind of statistic or a fact about Jimbo is that he's just he just doesn't do well at mm-hmm. that part of the competition. Yeah, and and I love that ultimately should this be Jimbo's drag race and she make it to the end it's like I love that the final challenge is the one thing Jimbo can't do. Oh, if they do the the lip sync. Yes. Uh, uh lip sync off yeah. whatever it is. Lip sync for the, the crown. Showdown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, I think it's I I think since we're here talking about it, um we're talking about Jimbo's win, it's important to bring up what I'm calling Jimbo's Creed. We have the Gospel of RuPaul, the Book of the Boulets, mm. Jimbo's Creed. And I and I feel like this is a winner's edit, right? This this quote, this kind of explanation, I think it's important. I think it's uh something that we appreciate. But he says, listen, the worst thing you want to do is not take chances and not go too far. Drag is not comfortable all the time. And so I think it's good to test the boundaries. And it just kind of totally encapsulates in such an intellectual way everything that Jimbo does. Mm-hmm. Even the haters can read that sentence and be like, well, you're right. And my boundaries were tested because I don't like your big tits. I feel like you're making fun of me. Right. But mm-hmm. at least Jimbo understands it, you know. Right. Right. And I, I think that's what makes Jimbo exciting to watch on all of her seasons is that you really have no idea what Jimbo's going to look like on the runway, what they're going to do in a challenge. I mean, throwing baloney at RuPaul. I, I uh-huh. think that kind of unpredictability, especially eight seasons into All-Stars, is also very exciting. Yeah, I mean, I can't take it away from Jimbo. Every season, I guess this is the third one, so not every, like the all three seasons, we've been very excited by what Jimbo does on the show. As a reality contestant, from the first episode, if you remember from course, Canada's Drag Race, course. when he was screaming on top of that mountain. I mean, oh my God, we were, I was dying. I was, it was so unexpected. And, and so, as, as RuPaul would use this word, but it's just so irreverent all the time. And, and I think he's really good at bantering with RuPaul. I think he gets the show. Yeah. Like I, he's, there's just something very intellectual about what's going on, even though he's lost the other two times, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, especially like on the runway during the critiques when they're talking about like the, the ass titties and T.S. Madison's like, well, what's it, mm. where they know what's your ass normally filled with? And everything, yeah, about right. the, the tone and the response of dicks, of course, it's like, that's <laughs> exactly what RuPaul wanted, even if she didn't know that. That's exactly the answer RuPaul wants. And it's yes. it's just and it's with that little like wink. It's that like I'm I'm also making this joke in quotes. Oh, completely. Mary, the whole I'm calling it a mini challenge. The mini challenge of popping the balloons. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's just like lead actress Jimbo wanted the balloon in his mouth. Right. Yep. First, which is hilarious. And then 
he, you know, his retort to RuPaul being like, well, no, you can't do that. And Jimbo's like, well, can he punch me in the back of the head? Right. right. Um, Mary. I know. I know. It's funny. I wrote this down as a mini challenge as well, because it really is like, yes, an extended mini challenge of take this kind of silly concept that we've done before and, and make it interesting. And Jimbo... I mean, even like putting the glitter in his mouth and just... He eats it at the end. Yeah. Mary, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. I loved it. It was brilliant. And nobody... It wasn't scripted. That's unscripted reality TV. Because mm-hmm. that, you know, that little bit is it's always fun to watch. But like, it's also like mildly predictable of like, oh, you're going to bottom. Oh, you're a top. Uh, what? You don't look like a top. Oh, you're going to make a joke about being a top. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Like it's yeah. it's very... It, it goes on the shelf with when they're doing the reading challenge and the queen goes oh i don't know if i can read these girls then puts the glasses on all right let's go all right let's go you know like you know it's coming <laughs> and so like and they're it's satisfying though of course, it is satisfying. i'm not mad at yeah. it i just you know yeah. it's like when i go to texas roadhouse which i've actually never been to i hear they have great bread and you know that bread's coming and it's like oh yeah here's the bread with the honey butter or whatever but i'm not mad at it i just know it's coming I, you know, speaking of that mini challenge, I got to just call it out. I think this is the second time this has been done, maybe the third time, but I feel like it's only the second. This is a wonderful, wonderful way to queer up the schoolyard pick. My Mm -hmm. God, do I love this. And I love that it might make straight people feel a little uncomfortable. I just love that. And this is the pig in me coming out. But I love watching Bryce be the bottom. Oh, of course. Of course. No, I I love kind of like watching to see if the like the veneer of good sport ever cracks. Mm, mm. Um, and if I'm not watching that, I'm watching Bruno bend one knee each time he like goes in for the thrust. Oh, that is that is something to watch. Yeah. It's the, the bend. It's the, of bend the, it's the one leg. One one leg kicks up a little bit. Bendelini. Bendelini. Yeah. It's Bruno's drag name. Bendelini. Bendelini. I yes. No, it uh, it, it as my as predictable as it is, as the jokes are kind of like wah, wah, all of it was fun, all of it was funny from Lala to Heidi to RuPaul being like, uh, I think it was like, oh, Bruno, why don't you go on the other side of Jessica and brace her? Brace her. <laughs> like, give me a little bit of an Eiffel Tower uh, silhouette. Like, RuPaul being the pig that he is, I, the pig in a wig. You oh, know, I yeah. Just <laughs> well, I think one of them, maybe it was Kahana or something, but when the balloon pops, RuPaul asks, what color is the mess you made? And I thought, okay, <laughs> this is. <laughs> No, because it's like in contrast with like Michelle clutching her pearls during the the filming of of um, oh totally you know oh, best I've friends for never that. it was like yes are we on the same show because this is filthy and I love uh, it oh god the balloon popping was filthy yeah and it's so good and keep it I think they should just keep it and I think the girls need to get very creative mm-hmm. on what they do what the joke is how they do it what they say how they flirt all of that uh, I think it's very smart and you know always the the sight gag of a queen you know not popping the balloon and so it fell on Darian yeah and I love the reaction which was <laughs> Just like you got to push back, you know. Yeah, yeah. give yourself some uh, resistance. Yes, that was a resistance. Yeah, Yeah, it was brilliant. It was so good. Oh, 
God. So, okay. yeah. So, I mean, overall, uh, this was, as, as Michelle would say, this was a great week for Jimbo from the quote-unquote mini challenge to the acting challenge to the runway. This was, this was Jimbo's week. Completely. And it, It'll be interesting to see if that changes. I know Snatch Game is next. Uh, obviously, it was very strong in Snatch Game. There's a lot of strong Snatch Games. Mm. Uh, I think even some winners, right? You have Alexis, Candy, and Jimbo. I loved Jessica's, even though it didn't win. Oh, right? it, was such, it was such a moment. It was so like no one else had done RuPaul before. Yeah, yeah, that was a moment. Um, you know, obviously, I'm disappointed we don't get Darian or Kasha for Snatch Game. Uh, it's worth noting because I know Kasha wrote a mirror message and then Jessica read a version of it, but I I I, I copied down what the actual message was. Mm. Uh, so Kasha writes, "Look into your own beautiful eyes and say I love you. When you love yourself, everything is possible." Which is not what Jessica read. <laughs> what did she read? I don't remember, but oh. it was not that. <laughs> uh, I love this mirror message. And then just wipes it <laughs> yeah, off. I, yeah. I love this mirror message. Yeah. <laughs> Can uh, you read, honey? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're with us. What's your name? Jessica Wilde. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Wilde, you're one of us. You're an All-Stars 8. Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, w we get this challenge. Did you like this challenge? I, I mean, I think that what I like about the, the idea of doing a trailer versus like a full acting challenge is that you, it doesn't rely so much on a script. It doesn't rely so much mm -hmm. on like storytelling. And so I think beginning, middle end. Uh -huh. Yeah. And so I think it, it kind of gives the Queens an opportunity to just play the highlights and just play the big beats and, um, so I like the concept of it. I think this week, I I'm I don't I I didn't dislike it, but I think you know what can I say? I think I wanted a little bit more. I think to be honest, I would have been happy if all three of them were spoofs. Yeah, I think that the the producers could have helped the queens a little bit here by each giving them the genre. Yeah, right. To give them that framework, just give them a starting. Point. Yep. Yeah. 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 Right. Because um, I think I think spoofs on Drag Race as a a concept or of a like a device always works because there are so many things to spoof and so uh, and it always gives that point of reference that I think makes drag interesting is like oh how much are you recreating or fucking with the thing you're spoofing? Oh yeah, and I think that they could have like gone hog wild on some of like the 90s sitcoms mm -hmm. you know just changing the the you know do a dirty charades of one of the names of a 90s sitcom you know saved by the hell right yeah. or shaved uh, by the full, bell yeah yeah shaved by the bell or full whore you mm -hmm. know what i mean uh uh step by <laughs> uh step well so step by Oh man! See, the step by step's hard. Yeah, step by step is cunt, cunt by cunt. cunt yeah, yeah, see, you got to only change one word, so it'd be like, um, I don't know. Step by step might not be, but like, uh, it's not the best one. But family matters. Family matters. Right? You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all in the family. Like just taking some one of those sitcoms, I feel like well, would have been fine, and just changing one of the words to make it like a drag queen or make it you know, perverted or horror or whatever it is. I think that that would have been a lot easier. It's not that 
Alexis and Darian and James didn't do that. I think that they sort of did. They were like, we're going to spoof Lost. But the, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like a Scream Queens type of spoof. I Yeah, I think that that was a, a complicated choice. And then to layer it in with these like dead celebrities. And then, of course, like my brain was going to like, so wait, so Agnes Moorhead faked her death. And now she's eternally the Agnes Moorhead from Bewitched. I like, and like, I don't know. There's this idea that if they fake their death, wouldn't they still age on this island? And I know that I'm overthinking it, but I think that's the problem with this idea is there's like too many threads and like, it just needed to be simplified. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, especially, well, yeah, I agree with that. I think even the scream Queens one, like, it read more like a movie and not like uh, how is that going to be a TV show? Are you talking about? Does she just keep get off island? Uh, does she? Ke- no. Now I'm talking about Candy, Jessica, and Jimbo. Oh, best I'm friends. Talking about for the never. spoofs in general. Yeah. Best friends for never. That that's like a made for TV movie. Because like once she kills them, then what? Like then what's the show? That's a good point. Is that were any of these TV shows and not just like movies? Because all of them seem to have completed plots by the end well listen lala heidi and kahana i will say even though i i thought it was i thought it was a little weaker than alexis james and darian if i'm being honest although i like the concept more um because it did feel like it could have been episodic right where it's like oh she keeps outwitting yep unknowingly these you know buffoons and every plot, it's like Pinky in the Brain. Every plot, yes. they're like, how are we going to get her? How are we going to get her? You know what I mean? I Honestly, Run, Queen, Run, I really enjoyed. I thought, and, and if anything, I thought that Heidi and Lala kind of took a page from, you know, the creed of Jimbo, Jimbo's creed, you know, uh, whatever whatever it may be of like, go balls go to the too wall. Far. Go too far. Get yeah. weird with it. Bring out a Fat Albert voice. I... I loved seeing that. And honestly, final product, I didn't think Kahana was that bad. I think she needed to play more of a straight character to balance that yeah. out. So no, you're right. I like, you know, I, I think overall, I mean, Jimbo was the strongest of the night, but I thought that uh, Heidi and Lala and Kahana were a high safe. Oh, okay. I, I just, there were, there were jokes in Get Off Island that I laughed at. There weren't that many that I laughed at in Run, Queen, Run. I also had a problem with the comma that they put after Queen. Because I'm like, if you're going to put a comma after Queen, you should put it after the first run. Oh, you know what? I When I was taking my notes, I didn't look at how they had it on the screen, but I took I wrote Run, comma, Queen, comma, Run. But now you're telling me they had Run, comma, Queen, Run? No, they had Run, Queen, comma, Run. And I'm like, get rid of the comma or put all yes, the commas. Yes, either all of them or none. You don't don't give me. You know, this isn't a semicolon. I want partial. I don't want partial commas. I want all commas or no commas. Yeah, it just didn't look clean. The ad that they created with the comma. I'm like, get rid of that comma or put them all in in a line. Yeah, and put all the words in a line, uh, like run spot run. You know. Yeah. Um, but the 
and 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 that brings me to my next kind of like point about the Canva marketing ploy that was going oh, on in this episode. Yeah, uh, it had nothing to do with the challenge. Meaning, there <laughs> how good the marketing had nothing to do with how good the group did. And I have to tell you, all of them were bad. All of them were terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and the the clip of Heidi and Lala and Kahana like working on that laptop to make their I was yes. like, this is giving me Project Runway. Let's use this HP Intelison yes. processor to make our new our new fabrics patterns or whatever. Like it was just, mm-hmm. it was clunk a dunk. Don't bring a laptop into the workroom. Oh, it was so clunk a dunk for sure. Yeah, for sure. Or if they're gonna do it, like you gotta like be so obnoxious about it, like found on iTunes, RuPaul with a wig. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah, it felt like they were trying to slip it in, like oh, we're t- oh, hey guys, let's make our Canva ad now. It's just like oh, please, right, please. <laughs> I love this this cordiform furniture. <laughs> oh, I just love that Canva. <laughs> I love this Canva. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> the drag and drop technology. Uh, anyway, I will say I like this challenge. I do like this challenge. I think it just needs to be tweaked a little bit from the producer's side to make the queens a little bit more successful or fail, right? Like whatever, uh, whatever happens. But the but I do think that they should have given them a genre or something, right? Um, more of a framework. Uh, to go off from and you know uh, i have to tell you like uh, alone in my apartment laughing out loud at jimbo i thought jimbo in this challenge was so funny for for like the littlest things mm-hmm. just even how he said like that was my lunch oh i, I love <laughs> that oh that was my lunch uh, jimbo jimbo is kind of doing like a Catherine tate character and i okay i really admired like there was a there was a level because like in comparisons like Lala and Heidi, who just, I was like, this is some backyard drag. This is some weird fucking yeah. basement backyard business that I love. It was leather facey. Yes. It was so, it was yeah. like drag you do as a kid with, you know, in a, sleep, it was good. in a sleepover. It was great. But Jimbo, yeah, brought it to sort of like that Catherine Tate place where it was like, oh, there's a, there's the, the, the mix of mundane and grotesque in this character. Yeah. There's a whole character there. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a sitcom of just her and her, you know, spiraling into madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think that that is, it's very, very smart, uh, very comedic. I thought the outfit was great. Uh, the body language was great. And uh, yeah, that's what made it funny. Were the whores funny? Yeah, they were funny because they were whores, right? And I heard RuPaul laughing at that, and that was funny. But that was it. This character, those should have been the funnier characters, but the nerd being the funny one, brilliant. Yeah, well, you know, and I think I think playing just like the whore, I think can also be like if we're talking about Jessica and Candy here, uh, I, I can also be very <laughs> limiting. You know, playing the whore, playing the by whore. Johnny. <laughs> Playing the like whore. Johnny also. Yeah. I just love it. Oh, oh, here she is playing, playing the whore. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, whore. Yeah. We didn't do it. Didn't do it. <laughs> you know, I think that it could easily be said that this was, that the, you know, Best Friends for Never was very much the Jimbo show. And I think 
Candy and Jessica, in in comparison, were not really given that much to do or really like that many notes to play. And that's on them, sis. Like they didn't really yeah. give themselves many nuances. Like I felt in particular Candy, I was like, I've seen you do this before, Candy. I've seen you play like annoyed, like slutty teenager before. I just, yeah. you know, I, I think there was maybe there was more that could have been done with those characters because it just kind of feels like standard um if anything it just kind of they were kind of set dressings for for the jimbo show yes yes in the same way that kahana needed to be kind of the the set dressing for lala and heidi yep yeah yeah Yeah. like i feel like the guest the guest role right like uh if there was going to be a guest star on uh, run Queen Run It would be Kahana They could swap out That with a guest star Yeah And they could swap out In Jimbo's uh, show They could swap out Like two You know Slutty Actors mm-hmm. Yeah Pit crew members In a wig Honestly Oh sure Yeah Sure Oh absolutely Absolutely um, yeah. And maybe in was... uh, Run Queen Run Maybe they could have put Maud Apatow in Oh they could have put Maud Apatow Yeah But yeah. you know They couldn't get Zendaya No no, they couldn't get Zendaya. Zendaya, sorry, Zendaya. Zendaya. So, yeah. uh, so we got Maud. They got Maud. They, they couldn't even get um, who's the the blonde? Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Yes, uh, they couldn't get uh, Amanda Seyfried. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. HBO's Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Yes, Amanda. <laughs> That's really and and I love That's who she is, Sydney yeah. Sweeney. No, I, I love her too. I think I, I, I don't love her. I think she's good. Oh, yeah, I, I think, think she's a good actress. She, and did you have you seen Euphoria? Of course. Oh, I was. We, we had a whole episode on uh, oh. that that season two uh, carnival episode. The carnival episode, of course. Yeah, I I mean, I think what Sydney Sweeney did in that show, especially in the second season, it was like that is she was Tony Collette in Hereditary in that show. So that really she was doing a lot locked she it in for me. Yeah. She's doing a lot. I I just appreciate Zendaya so much that it's hard for me to not focus on Zendaya. But um, but yeah, no, I I recognize what Cindy Sydney did yeah. on that show. And then um, there's Maud. And then there's Maud. So yeah. <laughs> Maud is kind of like I mean I really like I like her character in Euphoria, but I kind of think if we were to do like. You know, uh, Angelica, Eliza, and then Peggy. She's kind of the Peggy. Is she even the third? I just feel like, um, who is it? Barb? What's her name? Oh, uh, yeah. The one with the OnlyFans. Yeah. The the actress name is like Barbie Ferreira. I can't remember that. That's, that's yeah. why I'm thinking Barb. Yeah. And then there's that other uh, friend, the one who's like slamming on the bathroom door. Oh, that's three. That's three. But, yeah. But in terms of three. the, like, the slightly less in the spotlight character. I kind of feel like Maud Apatow's character in Euphoria is she like ends up being the narrator by the end of the second season. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's an interesting twist for Judd Apatow's daughter, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. You know. Napo baby. You know, I, 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 Napo I, baby. I just have to say this when people cuz cuz there've been lots of like oh this Napo baby guest star. When people when people invoke Napo baby, my first thought is like Oh, what did she take the role from you? 
You know what I mean? Like, what are you so upset about? What did, who who was supposed to get that part? You? Yeah, they're they're calling on to a discourse that's much bigger than what they I think understand. Yeah. Maybe they do understand it, but uh, it it it's a lot of hot air. But yeah, I think they're just calling to a discourse. I it's it's kind of a a cheap. It's punching up. It's a cheap little shot, right? Like, yeah, uh, fuck you. You didn't get that role for any other reason. And I'm just kind of like, well, most Hollywood actors haven't gotten their role. Uh, from anything other than being a Nepo baby or, or you know, having sex with the right person. Sure. Like, you know, often it's not about talent. So just because her dad made Knocked Up, sure, it gave her a leg up. You know, it's a ho- it's a company town. This is Hollywood. It's a company, company town, town. You know? It's a company town. <laughs> I mean, look at Chris Evans' brother. Can't act for beans, but yet is still being cast in things. Is he? Chris Evans has a brother? Chris Evans does have a brother, a gay brother. And that's why it's like this, like, oh, well, we should cast him in gay things. Oh, I didn't even know, because that's your... Oh, yeah. So over the pandemic, over the pandemic, they were, like, posting videos because they were living together. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, adorable because they're, like, good friends. Uh, Yeah. Scott Evans. Oh, look at him. Oh, wow. Nepo baby. Nepo baby. (laughs) Oh, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to see them live together. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, yeah, live together. Let's live just together. say that. Uh, <laughs> it's room for everybody. It's room Let's for just everybody. Say that. Yeah, even little brothers that are gay. Yeah. Um, hey, little bro. Listen, can you help me. We were I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mary, I've made a decision. Oh, yeah? I am taking a page from the book of Maxine, and I am reclaiming my time. Okay. I endorse this decision. I'm reclaiming my time. Well, if you can't reclaim it, someone else will be happy to take it off your hands. And I've been too happy to give it away sometimes. My time, my talent, my energy. But never your french fries. I mean, you know, let's be real. I'm not vying for sainthood here. Well, I hear you, Mary. I gotta remind myself to make time for me every week. And for my cat. Most importantly, these cats. Maintaining that kind of balance can be hard on our own. Luckily, there is help out there. Why do I feel like we're about to talk about therapy? Because we're definitely about to talk about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, if you're struggling to find more balance in your life, maybe it's time to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off your first month. And that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. But let's go back just a little bit. So we're... Uh... We we have the arguments in the workroom. I think we talked about Candy versus Jimbo. Uh, we had Darian, Alexis, and James. And Alexis, you know, she did say, she did say, listen, I'm not into this idea. And I kind of feel for Alexis on this episode. I Granted, what she did on the runway, I think, is great reality TV. But I how, how would you approach this, Mary? So you're in a group with two other people. And you're the only one that doesn't like the idea. She, Alexis is kind of like forced to concede here because if she didn't, 
then she'd be producing, she'd be controlling, she'd be difficult, whatever people would call her, and she'd be called out. You know what I mean? I do. I mean, I think when I was listening to Darian's idea, and you know, listen, I love Darian, and I'm so sad to see Darian go this week, but it, it I, I think I would have had to raise my hand and say, I think we are complicating matters here. I think you're taking Lost, which as RuPaul even says is already a complicated idea. Yeah. Now you're layering right. in this like dead celebrities thing, which is even more complicated. I I kind of feel like what I would have... I think if I were Alexis, I probably wouldn't raise my hand to object unless I had a better idea because that would be the next question. It's like, well, what do you want to do? And if she didn't right. have anything, it's like, ruh row. But yeah, I... I I see the tricky situation that she's in, but I don't know. I mean, I also appreciate that, yes, she did make some great reality TV on the stage later. And I, I will, I do have to say, I think this week I've, I've come to really embrace the importance of an Alexis Michelle on, on a season of all stars. Like we need this energy. We need a queen who's going to pull this little dramatic moment on the runway and go, you know, I just, you know, ultimately it was Darian's idea and I'm just very disappointed in myself right now. And I just like, we need that. But um, yeah, I don't know. This was a, th this was a tricky situation. I, I think, I think, uh, Listen, I'm happy to talk about it now. I was going to kind of wait, and that's okay that we're not. We're It's okay that we're just kind of talking about all the issues up front. So, Because this is very much a clip of the week type of material. Everybody's talking about this. It's trending. Uh, it was. It's a memorable moment in this episode, which I think is good for the show. Uh, should it have blown up more and untucked? Yes, but they're all very kind of careful these days like I think Darian should have been a little bit more like what the fuck is your problem bitch how dare you you know uh, but they're all kind of playing it very kind of uh, tentative it seems um, but yeah no Alexis Alexis being like hey I'm so sorry I just have to apologize this idea wasn't mine <laughs> I it's just a great sentence it's, it's great <laughs> And yeah, and, and I just I, I almost wanted to clip it, but just the way that she says, like, ultimately it was Darian's idea. I just well, that, yeah, she's like, well, whose idea was it? She's like, well, ultimately it was Darian Darian's idea. Yeah, and and you know, of course, like the dramatics of standing there in a wedding dress, clutching the bouquet, oh, I know, Mary. with your butt oh, cheeks God. hanging out, like, you know, it 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 should not go unmentioned any longer that we had an episode in which Chanel and Alexis Michelle, Alexis Chanel appeared in the same room. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that should just be like a mirror or a reminder of we need Queens like this on drag race. There's the, the idea that Alexis, cause here's the thing, Mary, I, I feel like there's multiple, not multiple, two perspectives here, really. I guess there's a third one always. But, you know, obviously you'd be like, you got to stick up for your team. Why would you throw her under the bus? Why would you do that? There's, But you can also say, listen, it's also a competition. And you have to stick up for yourself. It's, it's a little cutthroat. You have to kind of do that. You have to fend for yourself sometimes. And Alexis getting up there and being like, look. I'm really sorry. Like, I understand that this didn't really work out and it was definitely not my idea. I think it's just like a badass move. And I think it's, I, it, it's worth noting that like, Hey, if this was a queen that everybody stand, 
if it was like Simone, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody would be like, yes, yes, uh-huh. you stick up for yourself. Well, and that's why I love this. It's this like, you know, contentious energy of Alexis Michelle. It's just like, oh, Alexis. I, I love it. I love like this is what I want. And, you know, listen, we were promised a few months ago from Candy, from Candy No, that this season was going to be balls to the wall and these queens mm. were going to let each other have it and they had nothing to lose. And mm-hmm. and now I don't I don't know if she was just remembering it incorrectly or the editors changed the narrative, but like that's not what we're getting you know that's not how you talk when you and i hang out but at least we have a moment like this there certainly is an edit at play here right because it uh, i i can see it i can see it there there's a reason why nobody's really screaming at alexis for doing this i guess the only difference here is that like that is probably a better technique if like rue is deciding who goes home there it is that's a great point i did write that point down like you know? i wrote i wrote down like alexis this is something you tell to the cast, not to the judges. This is what you tell Jimbo in, un- in Untucked yeah. when you're having your one-on-ones. Right. Yeah. Right, right. You know, but here's the other thing, right? The, all the queens are like, oh, you got to stick up for your team. You got to stick up for your team. I'm like, Ugh. RuPaul's best friend race. Like, was it elegant? No. Like, was it fair? No. And as Manila, not Manila, Zone, as... Uh, the one who sent her home Naomi would say, Smalls. <laughs> Naomi Smalls. <laughs> Life's not fair. Life's not fair. Uh, so why don't we, uh, I mean, listen, this is one of those episodes where we see, you know, the laying of the brooms. We see the exchanging of the brooms. We see the the creation of the idea. We see the filming of the commercial, of the trailer. We watch the final trailer. I don't think we have to talk about, like, every single iteration of these ads no 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 commercials no no but i i do want to say in terms of the filming of it michelle as this like conservative director was such an interesting choice for the show because while michelle was saying oh you know let's let's keep pride the pride parade kid friendly right they still showed it yeah on the show yeah i and i love that they still showed it right right it was kind of like yeah, these things that, oh, I don't know if we can do this. We're still seeing it, right? I mean... They're still doing it. We still got yeah. to see Jessica try to douche herself with a bottle of Deer Park. It was like, girl... Oh, my God, brilliant. You, you need a little tip on that. <laughs> like, <laughs> how open is it, you know? You need a little tip you on You need that. a little tip I on loved, that. I love Jimbo saying, make a face like it's hurting you. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like Jimbo. Can, can Jimbo just direct this? I really feel like... Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, Jimbo... When Michelle says, it looks like a porno, and he goes, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what we're going for. You know, when Michelle's like, not her vagina, Jimbo. I'm like, no, yes, her oh, vagina. Yes. Yes, her vagina. I don't vagina. know pull it out of her asshole. Not her vagina, Jimbo. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So good. So good. And, and uh, you know, you do need the quote-unquote straight man. You do need the Michelle there to make this entertaining. Even if it's not going to make the edit, they still got to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what matters. That's why that segment was important. Did I need her directing the other teams? No. I, you know, I, I don't think she gave them much. I think she mostly laughed at Heidi and Lala and what they were doing. And then, you know, I, I think even with uh, Get Off Island, I think, James even commented like, you know, every once in a while we'll get kind of a huh from Michelle. But that was pretty much all she a gave. A coma them. cough? What did she call it? Yeah, it was a coma, a coma cough. cough so. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it very much Dark. reminds me it reminds me of that that micro moment from All Stars 2 of Detox on the runway going, huh. 
with that they use in like <laughs> all the little yeah. like Lee Dawson and Muniz recaps. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the scoffs. The, yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the scoff, the scoff, and the red hat. <laughs> that's all we really got. There's from her. a on Twitch. There's a uh, an emote that's Keck W K E K W, and it uh, if you type that in, and an emote comes up. That is that reaction. It's. <laughs> Is it like a? It's a sound or like? No, it's not a sound. It's like a, a a moving like gif essentially. And it's detox going, huh? No, 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 no. Oh. no. I, I'm just saying it's like that. Oh, I see. Like Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. I Twitch. I am. You know. I'm. I'm. Grandma. I'm Grandma Rose <laughs> when it comes to Twitch. You're grandma Goobies. I'm Grandma yeah. Goobies when it comes to Twitch. Yeah. I do not understand. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I thought of you when Michelle said, "Oh, and post." Oh, in post. Take care of it in post. Yeah. Oh, in post. Oh, in That's post. so company town. Like, yeah. oh, they do it in post. Oh, I'll do it in post. Yeah, well, it's company town. Yeah. You know. Thank you, Five. In post. Yeah. Yeah. I was really hoping, I thought, you know, you, you keep wanting those, like, self-aware moments from Alexis Michelle, and I just wanted her to, at some point, say something like, did you all get the tea in mast? You know, like, I wanted. Yeah. I, that's also what, because... You know, we're talking about spoofs, but I also think that these queens as all-stars have that opportunity to spoof themselves and to kind of mm. make fun of themselves. I mean, I think Lala Ree last week, it was so much about laughing about the bag ball and referencing mm. the bag ball. And so I kind of feel like whenever there's one of these challenges, challenges, it's like, oh, we've seen you do this before. You've got that quote from the last time you did a TV you know, trailer from season right. nine. Work that in. Yeah, I mean, we we mentioned it with Lala, I think, the first week, but, like, how brilliant would it have been if her, like, future fashion icon look mm-hmm. was the bag? Yeah, right, that, like, being a meme is what it means to be famous. Yeah, right, the fame, right, exactly. Um, you know what was something from the trailer that absolutely was nothing this week and was it made me really kind of like, drag race, what the fuck are you doing here? But this idea that Heidi mm. being like, oh, I have this tea and I'll spill it. I'm going to spill it. And, you know, if you all found out what Candy says about Jimbo. Oh, I have tea that will burn this competition down. I mean, yes, we saw that in the trailer last week and it was like, well, all right, Mary. Okay. I, I, yeah. I've heard North Carolina Let's don't do play, it. honey. You know, uh-huh. uh, you put on for Houston, Texas and North Carolina don't play. And then North Carolina kind of played. And I was like, well, what's this vague booking about what Candy said in the van? You know, vague booking. Yeah. Lala's like, well, what did she say, girl? Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm going to have to stick around longer to, to share it. It's like. There you go. All right, honey. What's that I sound mean, like? Uh, All right, honey. What's that? Uh, you want to go pound town, honey? I don't know. That's oh, like, yeah. You yeah. want to go pound town, honey? Yeah. yeah. Pound town. Yeah. I don't know. Does All it right. sound well, like this? You won't hit me. This is ridiculous. You won't hit me. Girl, I said, I'm the right one for you, little girl. Shut the up. I'm the right one for you, little girl. At the end of the day, you walk in here. See, on that one, what I love is the stop antagonizing her. Antagonizing her. Her. Antagonizing her. Yeah. Yeah. There's this dinosaur quality. Stop antagonizing her. Mm -hmm. Who says that? That's got Mick. uh, Best supporting got Mick. Yeah. Antagonizing her. Oh, so good. Anyway, uh, Mary, what did you think of the Ask the World Turns runway? I. I think so many of them just needed to put their back into it a little bit more. Yeah. Like I got looks that were like, oh, that's a cool look. But I was like, if I didn't know that this was ass related, 
You know, I was yep. like, well, it must be the ass. That's what I thought. It must, <laughs> it be, must be the ass. must be the ass. Yeah. And I just yes. didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of ass. I didn't get as much ass as I was hoping on an ass runway. Uh, I got, uh, I got a lot of ass um, and not for the runway, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with you. James's look was not about the ass. No, it was a headpiece. It head was piece about look. the headdress. Yeah. Yeah. And the headdress was crooked, right? Didn't it it like slanted back? And I'm just like, why? It was definitely it was precarious. It was, yeah, very precarious. Darian's look was this fabulous Barbarella look. Like I was totally into it. And it wasn't about the ass. I was like, great, she's got a big butt, but like that's not what the look was about. Right, right. And you know, when she did that little she did that little drop on the runway, they had this like uh-huh. boop, boop sound effect. And I thought, oh, come on. Yeah. The best part of Alexis's runway was RuPaul knew what was coming because, mm-hmm. you know, they'd seen this before and I get, all the judges did. And they're like, oh, isn't she so wonderful? She, she, she's so demure. And then, you know, she turns and does the reveal. And I think they really helped that and made mm-hmm. it this very funny moment. Well, I think it's the kind of look that, you know, as soon as she appears, it's like knowing that it's an ass runway. You're like, OK, all right. There's going to be right. something. So it better be a payoff. Yeah. Yes. And so it's about the anticipation. And, you know, it's it's a gag that even on non-ass specific runways we've seen, Detox did it back in season uh-huh. five. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a thing. Like, that would be an interesting, you know, list of, like, the real ass, you know, ass runways. Assless runways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Assless runways. Yeah. Uh, uh, Candy comes out looking like Aja. Uh, oh. I think Aja had a look just like this. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. This was I. I. I want to give credit where credit is due. This is certainly like graphic and very All Stars impact. It's very memorable, but I can't help but feel like it didn't really fit correctly or it was designed wrong, because the ass was above her ass. Like we shouldn't be able to see her real ass. So maybe the skirt wasn't long enough to cover yeah. her ass or like real ass. Yeah, can't and it two just butts. kind of bothered me. Yeah. 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 It was I don't that... know. I was like, uh, for an ass runway, you know? Yeah, I think Candy posted something on Twitter of like, oh of course they show the because I guess that you know they do the runway a couple times. They show the runway when my my skirt was hiking up. And I was like, oh uh, you know, all right with the explanations. Please. All right, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha with the explanations every week. Yeah. I'm just kinda like Candy Candy, wait. Candy, candy, stop. 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 <laughs> stop, candy. You know, it was it, it was the kind of thing where I I try to, like, let go of, like, oh, I could see some wrinkles here, or I could see it bunching there, because it's just like, oh, why? who are you sitting at home on your blue couch judging people's wrinkles? But it it took a little bit away from the illusion that when they kind of showed her from behind, you could just, there was a Halloween that's costume right. kind of bunchiness yeah. on the thighs. I was like, that's right. Oh, that's right. Can't. I don't really care about the other stuff. I'm like, of course it's like, you know, it's this plasticky, uh, material. Yeah. Um, vinyl. But, yeah. But when it turned around, I was like, Oh, it, it, it should be lower. It should be much lower. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of what happened to me. Jessica came out and I was like, what, this is a, a, like a kind of a bad wig and a boring white dress. And she turns to reveal the kiss on her ass. And I'm like, that's the ass runway. Right. Big deal. BFD. This was, I, you know, listen, Jessica, not wild, not wild. Jessica tame. 
Jessica Tame. Jessica Tame. Yeah. Jessica Chastame. Jessica Chastame. <laughs> Bryce Dallas, how was this an ass runway? <laughs> Bryce Dal assless Howard. <laughs> I think Jessica Chastain is what this is for sure. Yeah. Because anyway, I, I especially after last week's lip sync, I was like, girl, you have the audacity to pull out that Lavinetto look. And then this is your ass runway. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, you had those boobies. You had the boobies yeah. from last week. You could have just yeah. stuck them in the back and stuck them in the back. Yeah. Jimbo came out, you know, I, 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 I think this was fine. It was funny and very Jimbo. Um, and it had a low ass or low titty butt, right? Which which worked. And, you know, pushing the limits, very graphic. but uh, And definitely an ass runway look, right? I, I I'll think, give him that. I think yeah. Jimbo got the assignment. I think it was like, yeah, this is, you know, yeah. I have no doubt that this is about your ass. And what's interesting about Jimbo, and I guess, uh, I guess I'll bring this up, but like, Jimbo, when Jimbo wears a breastplate, for this look, he didn't have anything kind of like, you know, a necklace to 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 hide where it meets the neck, you mm-hmm. know, the real skin. But it did go all the way up to like above his ears almost. Yeah, yeah. And so it took me a while to see it. I had to like really look. Whereas Alexa Michelle is doing nothing. To hide it And granted like It's drag Girl get over it But I will say Like it is a little A detail that I did notice This week That you mentioned I think a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. And I'm like Oh this is kind of a pattern Why doesn't Alexis Do that Do what James And Jimbo And the other Breastplate girls do They do hide it it's interesting that she just doesn't. Because uh, I feel like that's what makes that kind of illusion so exciting is when you can't see yeah. where the lines are. And it's like, oh, because mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's just like, yeah, exactly. I think when, once I can see the neckline, then that's all I'm seeing versus the illusion you're trying to create. Yes, if it's about an illusion. And I get it. I get it. It's also, well... Okay, you caught me. You, know? you got me. Uh, they weren't real. Yeah. Uh, you they win. weren't real. You got it. They're not real boobs. They're not real Oops. boobs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you saw. Okay. Oh, you know, so there is that perspective, yeah. too. Um, the winner of this week's uh, runway challenge is Heidi in Closet. Like, bar uh, none, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate that it was a different idea. And it was it was weird. And, like, I, I there were yeah. probably, like, little technical elements where it was like, oh, does this quote unquote work but it's like this kind of look I don't really care about those details I more like the idea that she followed of like no I, I'm I'm gonna do something completely different and out of the box and I thought that was that was worth points alone it looked like ass I mean it looked like a big old ass yeah e-whore yeah e-whore as a stripper I yeah. just yeah no I love that I thought it was so creative. I thought it was perfect. It was campy. It was irreverent. It was sexy. Uh, and it was cute. Um, Kahana's look. I, I, here's my here's my thing. A prop shouldn't be the look. Well, I was just thinking about the prop the whole time. I kind of forgot about the ass. Like, it was a nice look and everything, but it was all about the needle. I, she had a great ass. Let's just call that out. She had a great ass. It was great. And... If you told me that look was about the ass, 
I, I, I wouldn't have known. And then you have the syringe to kind of be like, oh, it's about, it's about that. the ass. Great. Yeah. 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 Um, so not, not really into that look. La la ree. Oh, the little Debbie <laughs> cupcakes, those little Debbies, they needed to be big Debras and that new. Delusion. Are you talking about her? Are you talking about the bo- the boob in the or the the butt in the back? The butt in the back, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I think it was just the fact that there was like the the stockings and then the butt, and it was like so. Were they? What was? Why? They were supposed to match, and they didn't. Yeah. So she needed to put makeup on her cheeks to make it match the tone of the leggings, mm-hmm. and they didn't. So it looked kind of like chaps, but it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be a nude illusion. And it just didn't really work out. I appreciated that she was celebrating the little booty community, which, you know, sounds like a sitcom that they should have done. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the but and so that's fine for me. I don't care about the little Debbies. I care that the illusion kind of got lost because of a little detail of the coloring. Uh, but Mary, the front, you, you got it. It's got to be a 360 look for me. Like Alexis at least like looked gorgeous from the front and then she turned around and that's the gag. Lala needed to put together that front look a little bit more. I mean Your jacket should be longer than your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean it just it yeah, I, I it didn't really work for me. I you know I stand by my love for Lala's look last week. I stand by that runway. I stand by that bald head and those earrings and that oh, shelf no liner question. look. I stand by lo- brilliance. And but I can recognize where Miss Ree needed this to was, redo yeah. her look, and this wasn't it. This probably would have been in the bottom if this was just the runway mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah, yeah, because it was not. There was a lot wrong. And I still love Lala. I'm still rooting for Lala. And this was not it. That's okay. So it's not it. Yeah. So, uh, and I think those were all the ass looks. Uh, must be the ass. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you have any other thoughts on the the final products of these trailers? Not really. I, I, I question why they picked two celebrities that were older. Um, I mean, granted, Marilyn Monroe is kind of iconic, but the Agnes Moorhead, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm happy to see an Agnes Moorhead reference on Drag Race, but like, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a a great impression. Like, I think they could have chosen someone who was much more indelible. Yeah, to make that TV trailer pop. It's not that it was bad. It's not that James and Alexis were bad. It's just like, well... Pick somebody else, you know? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, that was one thought I had. Uh, otherwise, yeah, not much. Uh, I laughed at Jimbo. Uh, yeah, I thought Jim. Yeah, hey, that was my lunch. I love that. <laughs> I liked when Jessica threw chips at Jimbo. I, uh-huh. I did think there was a really funny micro moment when Jimbo's character was killing Vanessa, Jessica's character, and she's in the tub. And the, the panicked way she says, Bruno, I'm not ready. And I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought, no, there's the real horror story. <laughs> There it is. Yes. Brown water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What color mess did you make? Yeah. 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 Run, queen, run. <laughs> run, clear, clear. run. Run, clear, <laughs> run, clear, run. <laughs> run, clear, run. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, they were fine. Um, I 
all, RuPaul laughing always makes things better. So uh, mm. it's important to recognize that. Yeah. Well, then it was, you know, time to go vote in a bathroom, you know. Time to go vote in a bathroom. Time to, you know, pretend to be a bus driver. I, You know, somebody wrote something on Twitter that I thought was so brilliant and was just like, look, Alexis didn't throw Darian under the bus. Alexis was the bus, was the bus driver, and I think, like, built the bus. Oh, it was just, it was so smart. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, yeah, you just kind of lean in. And you have this new meme from Jimbo of pretending to be a bus driver. Pantomiming the bus driving. Yeah, I thought that was great. You know, and, you know, even though this was early in the episode, as we're talking about bus driving, I just think that, like, Last week, we talked about putting Lala's confessional pillow in the time capsule. I'm ready to put oh. RuPaul's bus driver wig in the time capsule. Oh, you're ready for I it? I fucking okay. love that wig. Okay. I love that I don't wig. Know if it, I don't know if it makes All-Stars 8. It does for me. Oh, my God. Because we've never seen her do it before. And it mm. just... I don't know. There's just those little things that I just get hooked on. And listen, we're early in the season, so these are nominees for the time capsule. But sure. I need to, like, you know, honk, honk, um, recognize RuPaul's bus driver wig. I want to recognize that uh, that RuPaul said Alexis Michelle's name in a specific way that he's never done before. I don't know if he's going to continue it. I don't know if he's branding it like this. But he says, Alexis Marcel. Yeah, I I didn't even know who he was, do what he who this was. Like I I could have seen a kind of like Eliza voice, but it wasn't that. It was no, it was it, it was like some big kid. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Alexis Michelle, Alexis Michelle, and it's like a W at the end. Yeah, Michelle. Anyway. Uh, thoughts on the lip sync, Mary? Well, I'm always happy to see Chanel, obviously. I love Chanel. I, I thought when RuPaul was like, Same. oh, you're back. And she's like, 14 years, baby. And I was like, I guess we're just going to erase All Stars 1 because you were very much here for that. Um, all the boys say. All the boys say. My, my emotional state is very emotional right now. <laughs> I felt like the lip sync was a little bit of Aunt Jane and Aunt Kathy at the wedding. You know, uh-huh. there was a bit yeah. of like the ants have gotten turned up on Rosé. Oh, yeah. Their shoes are off and yeah. we've made Especially a request. Especially Chanel. Oh, she, yes. big, big Aunt Kathy energy. And I. Oh, yeah. And this is her it. song, though. And everybody knows that it's her song. Mm-hmm. Right. And she knows that everybody knows that it's her song. So she's like, oh, they're all expecting me to do what I do at weddings. Yeah. This song. Oh, somebody put it on. Somebody for me. put it on. All right. Oh, Jane, you're going to join me for it. All right. Oh, okay. Come on. Come on, come, come on, on, let's do this. Come be my backup yeah. dancer. Yeah. I'm gonna do about your reputation. Oh, uh, so good. <laughs> God, it's it was just I, I I don't know if Chanel was the right choice for this kind of lip sync. I think it was a weird choice to pair Chanel weird. with this song. But um Well, I mean, it's another drag poetics. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. I mean, lest we forget, you know, she's the um, you know, the, the the drag klepto, she's stealing out of people's purses at drag parties. Right, right. And, and just her her general reputation on the show, you know, is kind of like she had that edit, right? Of course. Oh, I mean, she she really, you know, uh in the words of of Michelle Williams, she broke the motherfucking dawn when it came to like that High, she is Drag Race's first high She's diva. High drag. She's the first yes. diva drag. of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I want to see her back on this show as a contestant. Mary, 
Yes. In a yes. second. She is great TV. And just the dramatics. Oh, and, of, and I adore her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I how adore How she pulled her. the lipstick. Out with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. How, yes. How she pulled the lipstick. Oh, my God. She is she is great. She's so good. Uh, there's a moment in Untucked that, oh, my God. I could... I could talk about this. We could go on a tangent for 20 minutes about this. It's Chanel performing, wow, when she gets out of the van. Oh, God. And and she's in that, like, she's got, like, most of her face on, but she also has, like, yep. a hat and sunglasses. It's like, it is such a uh-huh. weird version of partial Chanel. drag. Yeah, yeah. But she comes out, and I feel like she... She knew the performance. She she knows the lines to this. It's very Valerie Cherish. This might have been the fourth take, mm-hmm. but she gets out of the van and she has to perform. Wow, it's been a while since I've been back here. Oh my gosh. You know, just to perform <sighs> that. I love it. I just, I love it. I love it too. I love and it. if we got her back for <laughs> as a contestant on All Stars, we would get so much more of that. We would just get so <sighs> much more of I mean, she just... I, I mean, I fucking love Chanel. I just, ah. Uh, and I think that she is also, and we know this from the show. I think we've talked about this when we did season one um, and All Stars one. But like, she's also a really great drag queen. Like mm-hmm. really, really good. You know what I mean? Like expert professional, uh, fabulous show. And she does this on reality TV. Yeah, I mean, I will always recommend on YouTube, the, and this is from like 15 years ago or whatever, of Chanel performing My Immortal by Evanescence at like, oh at like, make, what what was the show that, um, uh, Showgirls, wherever it is, the, the one that in, in WeHo, um, uh-huh. and she's, and it's like a sort of a Halloween performance and she's this like, you know, zombie bride and she's got something <laughs> in a bag and then she, oh my God, it is, and she's got like a, a knife in her stomach. It is <laughs> truly one of my favorite drag performances I've ever seen and it is the highest drag and the dollars that are rained on her are so correct. <laughs> It's up there as ballads, right? An example of ballads to do read that work, right? Mm-hmm. Like we talk, we talk for ad nauseum about Kenny goddamn Davenport just being brilliant at the end of the road medley, right? Yep. I think this is the fourth one that we could talk about on ballads, a, a case for ballads, right? My Immortal by Chanel at, at uh, Showgirls. I yeah. would, I would love to do a whole episode on that performance. It's so good. It's so like there's so many micro moments in it where I'm like you bitch you bitch oh and even at the very end the way she kind of bows at the end is just also high drag oh folks required viewing so much about her that i just love and that's i think that's also her you know vegas type of style you know it just works that pageant drag right it's it works really really well it It, works so well yeah it's great tv um well, speaking of great TV, we lose both Darian and Kasha Davis right before uh, Snatch Game. Just so unfortunate. You know, Mary, maybe we'll save this for Matreon, but I do want to mention, uh, you know, watching the fame game run, excuse me, runways. Um, I don't think they're produced well. They're weird. It's weird. It's It's just, it's got a weird energy. It feels like... You know, on Double Dare, when you lose, you just get like, uh, you know, you get a, a 30 day supply of whistle pops. You know what I mean? Like you don't get the grand prize. You just get whistle pops. And I just feel like the fame game is fucking whistle pops. I, I find myself laughing 
for probably the wrong reasons during the Fame Game runways because they all look so bitter. <laughs> oh, that's the thing is there the pusses on those faces. And and the runways are weird because it's just the queens describing their look. There's no commentary from Rue and the yeah. judges. So it feels yeah. kind of hollow. There's also that sense of like so when was this filmed? When was it filmed? When was it filmed? Yes. yes. Was it filmed amongst these other girls? Were, were, was anybody there? Right. Yeah. Was it just like, so Monica, We're so we needed to get like eight looks prepared. We're going to spend the next few hours just filming your runways. And it, it's just, it feels like a walk of shame. The fame game is a fucking walk of shame. Yeah. They, they look so bitter. Uh, I have other kind of uh, more unfiltered thoughts about the fame game runways that I'll save. Um, the shame it's just game. Not worth the shame game. The shame runways. game. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. The but, shame game. But I will say at the end of the day, I'm not really going to fault the Queens here. I'm actually faulting the show. I don't think they're produced. Well, I don't think that they're that. I don't think it's working. So, yeah, yeah, I don't I, think it's working, especially pinning it on the end of Untucked. It just I don't think it works. Yeah. And every time, like whenever Rue says, like, you know, whoever goes home tonight will be immediately entered into the fame game. I'm like, who cares? Who wants as that? if it's about the runways? Yeah. Right? As if it's really about the runways. It can't be. I like it cannot ugh. be. It's like now I have to do this stupid thing. Now I got to tap dance for a bunch of twits on Twitter. Uh, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this. If I was like Akasha Davis, sure, she's she's campaigning for herself. She's doing what she was, you know, contracted to do. But like I'd be like, fuck this. You know? Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck this, this is silly. Yeah. I'll They're gonna that... vote for whoever they want to vote for. Yeah. Um and I mean to be fair, like I also feel like the looks that we've seen from the first few queens out have been Fine. Well, I'll save my thoughts. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. save my thoughts. Um, Monica, Beverly, where are the hills? That's all I'll say. Where were the hills in this week's fame game look? No, I saw Monica Beverly Flats. Nasha, I thought you were back. Yeah. I thought, bitches, you're back. Bitches, I looked, bitches, there was nothing back there. Well, her ass looked great. Well, I mean, so. listen, she's got a great ass, but... You must know. be the ass. Must be the ass. Yeah. Well, Mary BSA of this week. You know, like it's obviously hard to not give it to Jimbo because, but Jimbo's kind of the star of the episode. But Jimbo really did give me the BSA vibes. But obviously, I'm going to throw like multiple flowers at Aunt Kathy and Chanel. Oh, I thought Mary. This is Alexis Michelle's BSA week. I considered it. I did, but you know, I am. I don't want to be accused of being an Alexis Michelle Stan podcast. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm being one star, one yeah. star, Alexis Michelle, Alexis Michelle, Alexis Michelle, one star on iTunes. So I am being conservative and I am saying that like Aunt Kathy Chanel. All right. Chanel, uh, who got the special music? Mm. Great question. And, and just for anybody who doesn't know, because it means we get to hear it each time uh, on the runway each week, we have our own little fame game of who gets to this part of the runway song. It's the best part of the runway. So Darian got a little of it. Jimbo got an extended version of it. The whole goddamn runway was was da 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 Not to be confused with Donna to Donna. It was glorious. Like when the music like 
supports the look because the, the the music was bouncing with the butt, you know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. It made the look better. It did because it wasn't an amazing look. It was funny, right? Yeah, but, but yeah. that music you put that music uh-huh. on things that's like MSG it makes everything taste better. Oh my god! Oh my god! You didn't just say it. No, a- a- MSG Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you know, I'm going to the garden. The Olive Garden. The Olive Garden. It's full of full MSG. Uh, that's oh. the real MSG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have MSG in my in my cupboards because I'm not going to fall. Do you really? Yeah. I, that's all propaganda. MSG is not. That is all propaganda. It is not the like toxin that they've made it out to be. Makes food taste better. I don't know anything about this, so I can't even fact check you right now. I just know that MSG was a thing. That people talked about, and I was like, huh? Yeah. And then I went out to dinner with a friend of mine, and we were at a Chinese food restaurant, and he said, oh, uh, also, no MSG, please. And the waiter was like, excuse me? And he's like, no no MSG, just no MSG. And the waiter was like, okay, sure. Okay, got it. <laughs> no, MSG is, that's all bullshit. Uh, Don't fall for it. Put MSG on your food. Oh my god! You got to go to the Barclays Center. Don't go to MSG. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to Barclays. There's nothing wrong with the MSG. Oh my god, Barclays. Uh, Charles Barclays. Charles Barclays. You know, uh, I'm going Nightingale to the- sang in Barclays Square. Yeah, go ahead. You ever go to the Prudential Center? You ever go to the Prudential Center? Oh, PNC Bank Art Center P- now. Oh, Mary. is it PNC Bank? I thought PNC Bank went out of business. It did, but, uh, but, the, but in New Jersey, I, I think it got bought up, right? It's not PNC Bank Art Center anymore. Is it's it Prudential? Else. Maybe it is. PNC Bank. Oh, now I got to. We have to solve this stupid thing. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's it's still called that. PNC Bank Art Center on. Uh, yeah, it's on the Parkway 116 in Holmdale, of course. Well, this is showing uh, me that there's also a Prudential Center in Newark. Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking of two different places. Yeah, you know? Yes. The Prudential is where the, the Devils, New Jersey yes. Devils play. Oh, my God. The PNC Bank Art Center. How am I confusing that with the Prudential Center? Unbelievable. Like, yeah, PNC Bank Art Center is mostly outdoors. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, this is so fucking niche. Like, nobody cares. But I care. We care. I care. We care. Yeah. Uh, we all care for Care Bears. Yeah. Mary, I, um, I'm glad to know about the music. I'm glad to know about the BSA. Any predictions at this point before Snatch came? Who is, who's going home? Who's in the bottom? You know, I think if we think about Snatch Game, I think Khan is probably a wild card. You know, because it's like we we have a sense that Alexis Michelle has one snatch game, so she might do well. J- Jimbo has one snatch game, will probably do well. I, mm-hmm. Candy, candy, wait, candy, candy, wait. I stop, think, candy. I mean, I'd be curious to see who she plays. Um, I don't know. I think Heidi will probably do well. I because I don't know. I I I don't know. And now I don't know. Who do you think's gonna go home? I think in the bottom is going to be Kahana, Lala, and James. Oh, yeah, James. Yeah, because I feel like there's been like they've they've worked in those conversation points. Of, oh, James is just coasting. I don't know about James. I yeah. I would just as much like to see James kill Snatch Game. Oh, I think it's like a high possibility. Yeah. But if I had to pick a third that I don't know about, I'm picking James over Heidi. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'll be curious to see. Heidi, what, I think it'll be funny. Yeah, yeah. And to see what Jessica does, you know, after all these years. Oh, yeah. Jessica Wilde. Yeah. Who knows if she's going to be wild? You're wild. What's that from? Oh, Dirty Dancing. You know, what? Which I've never You're seen. You're wild. You've never seen Dirty Dancing, No, it's Mary? a big omission. Mary? I know three things about it. Yeah. Mary, you listen, listen. You need to see this movie. We need to we need to discuss this movie. There is so much to discuss. Well, I've seen the E True Hollywood story about the sister. Oh God. That's like an early <laughs> Hi Robbie. Yeah. That's an early cataloging. <laughs> like I uh, I remember seeing the E True Hollywood story about whoever plays the sister. She is Mary. She's who we will queen out about the entire time yeah yeah and you know it'd be nice to uh, see kelly bishop we love it we love a kelly bishop she played the grandma in gomo girls kelly, kelly kelly bishop's great uh but mary it's all about the sister i mean it's fabulous i mean granted yeah johnny and 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 baby like they're great penny and there's a great performance but the sister is who we will talk about uh, the entire time. Oh, yeah, and who, sure. who played and, her? Let's yeah. make sure to. Uh, that was played by. Um, uh, what's her name? That girl. Uh, why can't I find her name on here? Wow. Well, I'm about to find it for you. Yeah. Jane Brucker? Um, is Lisa? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's Jane Brucker. Jane Brucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, rhymes with trucker. Do you know she was only in uh, four movies? Yeah, she had no career. Yeah. Oh, it was the Dirty yeah. Dancing E True Hollywood story. It wasn't the Jane Brucker E True Hollywood story. It wouldn't be her own. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Do you know she in particular? She, she co wrote the Hulahana song? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what Wikipedia just told me that. Oh, my God. Uh, I have so much to say about her performance in that movie. I have so much to say about that movie. There's so many different layers about that movie. Summer camp, what it means to do summer camp, but also a country club, the like the Jewish aspect that is not really talked about mm-hmm. openly about that movie. Um, that being a, a factor here, uh, and then obviously the the abortion part. Penny's I mean, abortion, oh yeah, Mary. Baby it's, carries a watermelon. She certainly does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, listen, Mary, we're going to wrap up here. Mary's, if you have any thoughts on Dirty Dancing, but in particular, if you have any thoughts on Screen Queens, All Stars 8, you can reach out to us on Instagram at All Right Mary Pod. You can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. If you want to reach out to us there or if you want to buy any merch, you can find our merch on there. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear more of me on my other podcast, the Best Supporting Podcast, where we queen out on Best Supporting Actresses like Aunt Kathy herself, Chanel, uh, or Alexis Michelle, or Jimbo. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Colin Trucker underscore, and you can get more of both of us on Patreon, including our Matreon after show, where we catch up on things like Drag Race España, Yellow Jackets, the other two, and so much more, all at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well, because of the very sad mm. news that happened this week, the passing of Tina Turner, who I think is really like somebody that should be talked about a lot more and hopefully will be just 
for her impact on rock and roll uh, is here's a last chance lip sync that I think would be great. It's when she performed shame, shame, shame on the share show with Cher. Oh, well, as a couple of proud Marys, I'm excited to hear. There you go. Shame, shame, shame for sending Darian home, you know, uh, and for, you know, rigging the competition in favor of certain queens, you know, that's to the producers and, you know, somebody's got to go home. So shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shame, shame, shame. And uh, we'll see you all next week for Snatch Game. Shame the fools. See you later, Mary. That's it. Thank you.